Welcome to another episode of the Cover 7 Podcast. We are stoked. We are excited. We are pumped up. It is almost week one in the ELF. I can't wait. We got seven games, seven games kicking off week one, uh, four on Saturday, three on Sunday. Uh, Daniel, uh, we've been covering the ELF all offseason. It's almost here. How are you feeling? All the things you said, stoked, excited. Yeah, I cannot wait. Um, they've done an amazing job uh, hyping everyone up um, during the offseason. The league seems, seems to have only gotten better from last year um, operationally, um, as well as our on-field product, the players they're bringing in, the new teams they've brought, like the fanfare to surround everything. So, yeah, everything just seems primed for a really exciting league this year. I think it's going to be better than last year, and I cannot wait. Me neither. So what do you say? Let's just jump right into it. Week one is on the horizon. Saturday, we have three games at 5 p.m. Central European time. Let's start off with the first one on the ELF graphic here. Paris Musketeers uh, visit the Cologne Centurions. Yeah, that's going to be an exciting one. Everyone is looking forward to Paris. They are the new kids on the block. With two of the best players from last year, Carl Sweet, Zach Edwards, quarterback and receiving duo. They carried Barcelona into the playoffs last year. Fell a bit short, but they're still an amazing pair. Um, he's also been um, teamed up with old teammates in Andrea mm-hmm. uh, Moreno and um, Remy Bertolini. So, and then obviously the French talent, everyone knows what the French talent is. But can Mark Mattioli pull it all together? That is the mm-hmm. question. Uh, it's going to be a tough uh, challenge, but I think he can do it. And on the other side, Cologne Centurions. Struggled last year. I really think they're going to struggle again this year. Uh, some questionable choices in the offseason. Cologne as a region has been struggling. Football has been very tumultuous mm-hmm. there with the Crocodiles. And now they've got this callback situation where um, the, the Crocodiles folded. And so the Centurion's like, hey, we'll take a quarterback. There's a mysterious retiring announcement from uh, Daniel, was Daniel Smith. The, uh, yeah, 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 the original uh, import quarterback. So, yeah, uh, interesting game. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll see how Paris looks week one, right? Because they have this accumulation of talent from all over France. It's almost like a, a pickup game. You pick the best athletes. They might not gel so well week one, but in the long term, you see the potential, right? But this will give us a little glimpse. And, and like you said, there is some chemistry to build on already in Paris. So really excited to see the Musketeers hit the field in their first ever ELF game. Daniel, uh, you kind of hinted at it, but make it official. Who do you think is going to win that game? I think it's through Paris. I think quite easily, quite comfortably, Paris walk away. The depth of their roster, the talent on that roster, is going to overwhelm close insurance, even if they don't gel well together. One-on-one matchups would be in Paris' favor all day. It's very hard to bet against Zach Edwards, so I'm with you there. (laughs) Moving on, we got another one with some mystery around it. I guess all the games are a bit of a mystery week one, right? But we got... Hamburg Sea Devils, last year's runner-ups, and 2021 runner-ups, visiting the Roslop Panthers. Hamburg, huge. The thing is, they've actually got better from last season, right? They've actually, like, on offense, they've uh, diversified, right? Bringing in Preston Hare has added a whole new dynamic. Last year, it was run, 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 yep. then run some more. This year, Preston could do everything, right? Preston <laughs> yeah. is mobile, and he's got a good arm. Um, they've brought in uh, Malik Stanley from Rosslaw, who's yeah. facing his old team. He's an extremely underrated receiver. He played for a pretty poor team last year. And I think mm-hmm. he's going to do some magic this year. Defense, they lost a few pieces, but they also gained a few pieces. Um, so I think we're going to see something similar from those guys. 
Russell, on the other hand, um, just an absolute mess, if I'm honest. Um, I feel sorry for them. And I feel sorry. I, mean, I know everyone's trying hard and so on, but the quarterback situation, you've gone from Nick Rango, who is a, like, who is this guy? I don't know. Right. And History. Then, and now yeah. they've brought another, I don't know guy. Yep. Um, who played for the Russell Panthers, second division. He's like five foot 10, 170 pounds. Um, yeah. I mean, he didn't play much in college. I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to shit on anyone, but yeah. Hamburg are going to win this game. I think. I think it's it's tough. Um, you rooting for you're rooting for Roslaw. Uh, they hired a great coach. They always have great European imports, and they you know they have a great Polish domestic core. But yeah, um, you can't say everything is sweet and everything is hunky dory when you just got your quarterback. What ten days before the season kicks off? And it's not even he's an established quarterback. Yeah. It's not as if he's he played for the the Panthers. Uh, second team, which is in the second Polish league. Yeah. It's not in the top Polish league, which mm. is like, since the Panthers left, the, that league has deteriorated quite a lot. Mm. Everyone knows that. And so then the second league, it's like, come on, bro. Like, Yeah. I mean, let's let we, let's we divert a bit. Matthew Vitale, let's talk about him. Uh, he's kind of a hot button topic right now. Uh, yeah, didn't play at Jackson State. Fair enough. Shador Sanders, not many people are going to play over him. Played at Temple, didn't see any action. Was a walk-on at West Virginia. Um, hasn't played much. I watched a little film actually in the Polish league of him. Yeah, it's because I care about this show. Yeah, it's tough to evaluate. He he's athletic. He had some accurate passes, but to be honest, it was hard to evaluate because the level is uh, quite a notch down from ELF. Yeah, I don't know if they. Do you know what I mean it was so close to the season where they struggled to get someone after Nick Rango? They got they kind of went with Nick Rango and they were like, okay, we're not happy with what we've got, yeah. so we're going to find something else. But there's nothing else available. But there's a few leagues wrapping up. Maybe the Italian league wrapping yeah, up. Yeah. Maybe you could get someone from there. You could savagely just kind of cut Vitali away and be like, we're done with you. We want someone else. And Elf has shown to be savage, right? Yeah. So maybe they just he's the placeholder, right? We're we're going to use him until we find someone better and. Rosslaw had three three quarterbacks last year. Yeah, yeah. So they could have three quarterbacks again this year. Who knows? I think I think they could just plug someone from Austrian or German league. We've seen guys leave for ELF before. Yep. Um, yeah. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> That's how it works sometimes, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. I like. I think I know your pick. Hamburg is going to win this one easily. They have a great defense yeah. and a Rosslaw offense that I assume is still trying to find its identity. Uh, moving on, our third game at 5 p.m., Berlin Thunder visit the Fevrar Enthroners, another expansion team. How are you feeling about this matchup? Berlin, I feel I feel they've just been making some steady moves in the offseason, mm-hmm. right? They've got an amazing receiving core. Um, and then they've brought Donovan Ism as well, who's a really good quarterback. I think he's underrated. I think yeah. he's an underrated signing um, for the Berlin. He's going to add some... Um, add some um, um, some strong foundations to that team, right? Because he's already in Berlin. He knows the yeah. guys. He knows the organization. I'm sure he went to a bunch of Elf games last year. Um, and so, yeah, I think they can do some good things. They've still got a pretty good defense. They didn't lose. They lost uh, a couple pieces, I think, back in the interior, on the um, in the trenches to mm-hmm. other teams. But apart from that, I think they're quite a similar team from last year. So, yeah. And they almost made the playoffs last year, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident. And Throners, on the other hand, I don't know. Right? right? Who knows what on earth is going to happen over there? Who are the enthroners? Who are the enthroners? We're about to find out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but something going for them is that they've had a lot of European experience, right? Yeah. They've played in Seville for a long time. They've played cross-border for a long time. Seville Cup champions last year. Right. So, yeah. 
I think that'll that'll heavily kind of swing in their favour. But um, I think it's actually quite a good game to be honest. If the Thronos can um, can can kind of get swinging, I think it could be a good game. Yeah, look out for Kyle Kitchens. I think he'll make his uh, presence known in this game. Um, and we also see Gerard Evans making his European debut, former Virginia Tech and You're a very big one NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah, that's the Thronos quarterback, obviously. Um, yeah, give us a bit of his history. Yeah. Went toe-to-toe with Deshaun Watson in the ACC Championship back in 2016 um, on national television. This guy was um, an all-ACC type player, former number one uh, quarterback in JUCO. I mean, he's a beast. Uh, so I want to see how he does in Europe. He's played in Japan. He's played arena ball. So, yeah, new challenge here for him. Um, as far as winner goes, uh, I don't know. I think I'm going to have to give it to Berlin. Just because I feel like they've been an elf. I think you're going to have to give it to the elf team. It's been they've been there since the first year, right? Um, yeah, they got some guys that have been getting steadily better. They've brought in some good imports, some good European guys. They've got a very strong receiving core. Um, See, so yeah, I think Berlin take it. We talk about what do this is at every level of football. Defensive backs and offensive line are key to winning games, right? And I just think it's a mismatch for the Berlin Thunder wide receivers against Enethroners secondary. Yeah, agreed. Definitely agreed. Yeah, Maximum and Robin Wilsek and Aaron Jackson. Well, Aaron Jackson was called up by an NFL team last year. Yeah. Right? From Europe. Hey, we want you to come play for us. Yeah. That's a big deal. And obviously, he's shown how good he was. Robin Wilsek, former IPP guy, amazing. Zimmerman, been killing Mr. German receiver for a long time now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then Donovan Ism, I am very confident. I, I'm, I'd be happy if he was my quarterback. For sure. Moving on to the Saturday night slate. We got Helvetic Guards traveling to Barcelona to play the Dragons. Yeah. Dragons is a... Yeah, it's unfortunate to be a Dragons fan this year. Um, well, I don't know, actually. You're, the, we, you are low on the Dragons. I am low on Dragons. Fade I, the Dragons. I am low. Because I was so big on Zach Edwards and Carl uh, Sweet. And when they left, and then when they lost Andrew Widinger as well... I was like, no, this, this organization is falling apart. Um, but they've recently been bought by uh, Malcolm Smith. Yep, um, as an investment group. Yeah, yep. investment group, 60% of the team, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, they've come in to make some changes, I'm sure. Um, their off-season signings, some of them were okay. Some of them were not that great. Um, callback situation, Connor Miller. Um, he's proven that he can do some things in Europe um, for the Grass Giants. I watched Just steady there. hand. I steady say, hand, yeah. yeah. He was good in Austria with the Grass Giants. Um, he obviously won a French championship. Um, I think it's a downgrade from Zach Wither, if I'm honest. Um, I don't think they have the same receiving core. They have a, they picked up a, um, a Division Two receiver, um, who's a great Division Two receiver. Um, yeah. uh, John, uh, Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson, yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, yeah, amazing stats in college. Really good. I think, I think he's going to be a great addition, but I don't think it's the same as Carl Sweet, who was a German. This guy was... A legit Division One receiver. So does that mean you're going with the mystery in Switzerland? With because uh, everything you're saying about the Dragons, yeah. But we we have no idea who the guards yeah. are. We unless you've been watching Swiss football, which I admit I am no expert on. I've watched some Swiss football over the last few years, um, and it's I don't yeah I don't rate it too highly like compared to other European leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I'm sure they'll bring in a lot of. I mean, the only real name they've got there, big Swiss name, is Tim Hanley, right? The defensive line, yeah, who's yeah. a monster. Um, he's an absolute beast. So that's great for them. Um, and they've also got a great quarterback. Um, Colin Hill. Yeah, yeah. Colin Hill, uh, who, besides his injuries in college, was 
really good. Right? Yeah, yeah. I think if he wasn't injured, he could have probably had a shot at the NFL. Um, Silas Nasida. Silas Nasida. Yeah. Norm Chow is obviously known for being a great coach. But like you said, it's so unknown. It's even more unknown than Paris, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm excited to watch them. But um, I have no idea what's going to happen. So it's so hard for me to even guess who's mm. going to win this game. Yeah, I'm with you. It's a bit of a mystery. I'm going to go with uh, the Dragons because they're at home. And it's a long flight. And maybe the Swiss team, they never traveled before together. And I don't know. I'll I, I take the Dragons because Dragons, we've, Dragons fans, we see you. We see you guys are not happy with our predictions. I've been reading the comments. Okay, I'm picking you week one. Make it up for it. Right? I'm gonna go with the guards just to piss people off some more. I know the Dragons fans probably already hate me, um, but yeah, no, I just have to go with the guards just because Silas Nasir is too much of a baller, man. Yeah. He's so good, like, and he has single-handedly won games for teams. So there's no reason he can't do it again. Absolutely, absolutely. Moving on to the Sunday slate, we have a 1 p.m. kickoff. Love the NFL times, by the way. Um, yeah, the Sean Shelton Bowl, as I have dubbed it. <laughs> the Raiders to roll visit the Munich Ravens, the expansion franchise. Daniel, you've been hating on the Ravens <laughs> all off season. Now I see you pondering this game hard. I'm a bit surprised. I'm a bit hating on it. I just haven't seen much from the Ravens. Like their roster seems a bit light. Um, is all it is. Um, and yeah, just I don't know how how. Strongly, I feel about their roster as well. Mm-hmm. Mark Castle is one of the best streamers in Europe, probably the best streamer in Europe. And that's great for the team. Um, but I just don't know how I feel about their domestic guys, right? Um, and the Raiders, Tyrell, have such a strong foundation. The Austrian guys are so good. They've been doing it for year in, year out, across Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Strong, for his, I don't know, he's got this kind of, um, people think he throws a lot of inceptions, this kind of, I don't know, it's a bit of a stereotype that he throws all these inceptions. Mm. From his former seasons, yeah. From his former seasons, but he's also thrown a lot of touchdowns. Um, and he's also had big player receivers. This year, I don't know if he has that. Philip Hahn is obviously um, a great receiver. Yeah. Uh, the Platzkirma, um, the other Platzkirma, um, and Marco Schneider are not big player receivers. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's more about timing and um, anticipation. So, Christian will have to change his game. I don't know, there's a... I, for me, there's a bit of an unknown there how that dynamic's going to work out. But I just feel like the Swaco, sorry, the Raiders Tyrol roster is is deep enough and talented enough to beat Munich, who seem like a bit of a fresh face team. Yeah, I like how you're looking at the numbers. I'm going to look at the emotions. If you're the Raiders Tyrol, you've been rolling with Sean Sheldon. All of a sudden, he leaves you for a new sexy expansion franchise in Munich. I bet they go to Munich on a mission to kick his butt in his first game. <laughs> He he literally carried not carried that team. He was a face of that team for six years. Mm-hmm. You think they hate him because he left? No, I don't think he they retired. hate him. I don't think they hate him. I'm he sure retired. they don't hate him, but yeah. I'm sure there's a little emotion like, hey, we want to show Sean Shelton, you know? Yeah. He probably could have been here and been the OC or head coach or whatever. Right. He could have played yeah. this year as well. But there was sure, nothing yeah. about him last year that, that suggested he couldn't play this year. MVP. So for him, for him, MVP, for him, um, I reckon it's more for him to be like, they're probably like, oh, good, thanks, Sean Sharon. You gave us six years of excellence. You won us a bunch of titles. We'll see you later, mate. Good, happy to have you. Whereas Sean's like, I need to justify leaving. <laughs> I need to win this game and show that I left for a reason. Because if you lose, it looks like you've left for no reason. No, I'm sure they were like, Sean, please stay. We love you. Yeah. And he was like, no, nah, it's time for the next chapter, you know? Yeah, fair enough. But yeah, no, there, there's some emotion involved. Definitely. There is, there is, there is. There is. But yeah, I'm picking uh, Raiders. 
Yeah, so am I. Yeah. Um, roll Raiders. Here we go. This is maybe the biggest game of the weekend. We got uh, the Frankfurt Galaxy visiting the Rhein-Fire in Dusseldorf, your new favorite city, after our uh, press conference visit. Uh, rumors have it there's 15,000 seats already bought for this game. They sold out, aren't they? I believe so, yeah. yeah nice. Absolute uh, ruckus crowd is waiting for the Galaxy in Dusseldorf. Um, been a lot of hype about the Rhine Fire. You know, we talk about Paris being an all-star team. Rhine Fire is probably even a notch above that. Um, yeah, H- how do you feel about this week one game? Yeah, Rhine Fire, if they don't win the championship this year, I think they've underperformed. Wow. And I think, but I don't think that's a wow. I think everyone uh, thinks no, that. No, everyone no. thinks that, right? They're, the things they've built, like the way they've gone, and they had, they were a bit, I don't know, there was a bit of like um, up and down last season with some injuries mm-hmm. and some things didn't go right for them. Um, and this year, they seem to be coming into season correcting those issues, right? Um, Jadrian Clark's had a whole off season to prepare. Um, uh, he's got some amazing receivers, probably some of the best, one of the best receiving rooms in the league. Um, Glenn Talker comes back in week six. Four yes, eight. yeah, four game suspension. So oh, okay. I need to look at the schedule. Fine. Yeah. Four game suspension, yeah, it comes back. Uh, before halfway point, um, defense is great. Um, great, they got some, they got an amazing O line as well. Bought some pieces over from Cologne, actually. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I it's good. the sky's the limit for Ryan Fire, right? So good. Uh, Frankfurt, though, uh, Reeson and Jacob Sullivan, a great duo. Um, Reeson was winning one on one matchups like literally like nine times out of ten last year. Yeah, former NFL receiver, absolute baller. But something I love so much about Frankfurt is a secondary. Yeah. I think they have the best secondary in the league. Right? It's unbelievable. Um, they have Jamalcolm Liggins, right? Former mm. NFL, legit former NFL quarterback, right. right? Not just like, oh, I went to camp for two weeks, which is obviously a great achievement. But right. like, he was literally like, he played in games. Like, yeah, he made yeah. tackles. Um, um, it's a different level. It's a different yeah. level. Yeah. And then we have Tony Anderson, um, yeah. the former CFL guy. Um, obviously, he went to a few camps and so on. We have, we have Burndale Robbins from Nevada. Um, legit Division One um, mm. cornerback, and then we have Joshua Posnowski. Sorry if I said your name wrong. Uh, been killing it in Germany in Frankfurt for years. Right, played yeah. for played for the University when they were GFL dominant, and now played for the played for the Galaxy when they were um, um, Elf dominant in the first years. Obviously, yeah. champions. Yeah, uh, champions. Yeah, he suffered a few injuries last year, I believe, and so he wasn't about. They get Sebastian Gunther back. Yeah, uh, the the linebacker. He was uh, amazing when he was yeah, healthy. He yeah. was so good. Um, and that's on top of an already stacked um, linebacker course. I think Frankfurt's defense is going to give some teams some problems. Even yeah. a team like Fire, Fire, I think they will give Fire some problems. However, do they have after watching Jacob Sullivan play last year? Can they score consistently? It doesn't. Nothing they showed me last year says they can. To yeah. be honest. Um, so yeah, I think Ryan Fire probably going to be knocking on the door for a little bit, but maybe third quarter they get it over and they get the win. Yeah, I'm excited. I see why they put this game at uh, 4.30 on Sunday. This is sort of like, you know, you would put uh, the big game in the NFL in this slot and call it America's game. This is ELF's game of the week. Uh, I can't wait to see the Ryan Fire sort of accumulation of talent hit the field together. We'll see how they gel week one against a uh, Frankfurt team that has been playing together for years and years and years now, while Ryan Fire sort of have to figure out their chemistry and everything. But uh, yeah. I, I personally, I'm taking the Ryan Fire. Just the talent difference to me. Players win games, right? And yeah. they got players. He's at home. Um, I think last year as well, the Frankfurt uh, Fire game um, was the most. It, they, 
they were getting unbelievable amounts of um attendance there yeah. and then it was on tv and i think they had it was something like 10 percent of like the market share in germany at the time yeah, yeah. which is unreal so 10 percent of everyone in germany watching tv was watching that game that's crazy that's wow. insane that is actually insane. Yeah. I, I could be misquoting numbers there, but it was a huge number. I remember writing about it. It was, uh, yeah. Yeah, Good it was a huge numbers, number. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, unbelievable. So, yeah, like you said, prime time. Looking forward to it. Uh, definitely game of the week for me yeah. as well. Tony Romo on the call for this one. <laughs> Finally, we have another uh, 4.30 game. We got the Leipzig Kings traveling to the Czech Republic to visit the expansion Prague Lions. Kings versus Lions. Sort of a Narnia biblical game here. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to think of the Kings, really. I don't know what to think of the Lions. The Lions got some players, but I don't know. They're a mystery to me. Yeah, everyone's unsure about um, the Prague Lions, right? I mean, they're the new team. Um, Shazam Mumphrey, their quarterback, um, has been kind of mediocre over the last like year or two um, in Europe. Uh, was okay in Karlstad, was okay for Prague Lions. But they seem to like him. He seems like a good guy as well, so mm. I'm sure that's why they kept him. Champions in Czech Republic. Champions in Czech Republic, yeah. yeah, exactly. He won the championship. Um, and then the rest of the team, like all these other uh, Czech guys, we don't really know much about. Yeah. We've seen him in the national teams, maybe. We've seen him um, play in different leagues because obviously teams in, in Czech Republic play in the Austrian league as well, like yeah, Prague Lions, right. etc. Um, and there's, there's a big conflict between the Prague Lions and, um, and the Prague Panthers. Panthers and so like that's already split talent in half mm. right which is unbelievably unfortunate the Leipzig Kings just been struggling for years now um I'm I actually hats off to them for staying in the league because yeah. they, like you could argue that the other team might have folded right um but they're still there they're still doing their thing AJ Wetland still making 500 tackles a game yeah um so yeah it'd be I'm just interested to see how Prague played but I don't think it's going to be like a it's going to be a far cry from the fire galaxy. <laughs> yeah. And there's this kind of, there's this uh, like narrative that like competition has improved league wide in Elf this year. And I think these two games being on at the same time, kind of show that that's not the case. Mm. I think some teams are going to offer amazing football, like yeah. galaxy fire. Other teams like Kings and Prague, are going to offer eh, football. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's certainly the undercard there. Um, I think the Kings, while they don't have uh, the depth of a Ryan Fire or a Frankfurt Galaxy, I do like their imports. I love Keontae Allen. Um, the guy killed it in Germany last year. Um, of course, like you mentioned, AJ Wendland, Rodion Henrique, Aslan Wetterberg. They got some pieces, but we know it takes a it takes a village, right? You need the whole team. All fifty three guys need to step up at one point. Um, and that's why I'm picking the Lions because the Lions have been playing together. They've won championships in the Czech Republic. That's worth something to me. I also like the imports they've brought in, to be honest. Um, and you see Zach Harrod. He's picking some American guys. I love Zach. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's hacking the system a bit because he got American guys that don't count as Americans because they didn't uh, play college football, essentially. So they got Brandon Butler, who was in the U.S. Army played in the GFL. He's a great athlete. He doesn't count as an American. He counts as an E. There was another, there's a linebacker who's played for him before and played all over Europe. Um, so he's kind of, I, I see him making some interesting moves. So that's why yeah. I'm going Lions. I would definitely counter that by saying the reason Americans 99% of the time are better than Europeans is because they've played college. 
Mm. And so like, but these guys have played well in Europe, despite not having played college. Fair enough. Um, I am going to go with the Kings. And with that, Daniel is taking the Kings. Our final few words got deleted here. So I'm just going to do a quick outro. Uh, Daniel, I agree. Paris Musketeers are going to take the first win of the ELF uh, 2023 season over the Cologne Centurions. We both have Hamburg beating Roslaw. We both have Berlin beating the Enthroners. We're split on the Barcelona Helvetic Guards games game. I'm backing Barcelona. He's backing Helvetic Guards. We both think the Raiders will beat the Ravens. We both love the Rhine Fire to beat Frankfurt. And we're split again on the Prague Lions Leipzig Kings game. He's taking the Kings. I'm taking the Lions. There you have it. Your picks for week one. Um, we can't wait to watch the ELF. We're so excited for season three. Guys, if you made it this far in the video, please like, subscribe, share. Um, we really appreciate the support we've had on the channel. And um, yeah, tune in for next week. We can't wait to talk about week two.